Hello and welcome to the Kangaroo English Podcast. My name is Christian and today is Thursday, the best day of the week. (laughs) Today I am going to be giving you one of the most fundamental secrets to success in learning. And it's a secret that doesn't require you to purchase anything, doesn't require you to do anything different. It just requires you to think a little bit differently. But in order to, to fully understand the this secret, we need to go back to 1939, to the iconic film, The Wizard of Oz. You're out to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. Now, this film, The Wizard of Oz, is is a classic in in Anglo-Saxon culture, right? And it's the story of a young girl called Dorothy and her dog Toto, who are picked up by a cyclone. A tornado, and they are deposited in this magical land. And throughout her journey, she meets uh, various characters, including a tin man and a scarecrow and a lion. And these characters that she meets, they all want something. So the scarecrow wants a brain and the Tin Man wants a heart, and the Lion wants to be brave. And so Dorothy has the idea that they will travel to to see the wonderful Wizard of Oz, and they will ask him for, for these gifts. They'll ask for the Lion to have a heart and the Scarecrow to have a brain, etc. But throughout the journey, something amazing happens, right? The, the characters in the story are tested in various different ways. And they actually prove through their actions that they already possess these qualities. And I want you to now just listen to the moment when Scarecrow, who has always wanted a brain, This is the moment when he is given a diploma to prove that he actually is intelligent. Back where I come from, we have universities, seats of great learning, where men go to become great thinkers. And when they come out, they think deep thoughts and with no more brains than you have. But they have one thing you haven't got, a diploma. Therefore, by virtue of the authority vested in me by the Universitatis Comitiatum e Pluribus Unum, I hereby confer upon you the honorary degree of THD. (laughs) THD? That's Doctor of Thinkology. The sum of the square roots of any two sides of an isosceles triangle is equal to the square root of the remaining side. Oh, joy! Rapture! I've got a brain! For those of you who are interested in mathematics, and that is not me (laughs) at all, but for those of you that are interested in and also know about mathematics, you'll know that in that scene when the scarecrow recites the Pythagorean theorem, 
He actually recites it wrong. He makes a fundamental error about how to calculate uh, the, the size of a triangle. Maybe you're wondering, well, how can this character, who's just been given a diploma, to, to prove that he's intelligent, how can he make such a fundamental error in this film and in this book? How did nobody notice? What, what's happening here? Well, it's not actually a mistake. It's not an error. It's deliberate. The writer deliberately makes the mistake of the scarecrow reciting the Pythagorean theorem wrong because the story is not about being given these gifts. It's not about being given bravery or being given intelligence or being given a heart. It's actually a story of self-confidence. In the book, all that the characters need is to believe that they already possess these qualities, which then gives them the motivation to keep going and to learn more. And incredibly, sometimes that is all that, that people need. So again, I want to go back in time to one of the most famous studies in all of psychology from 1968 by Robert Rosenthal and Lenore Jacobson. And they published a book called Pygmalion in the Classroom. And Pygmalion, you might know this better as the famous musical film, My Fair Lady, which actually contains a great deal of interesting things about uh, attitudes towards accents and learning a language. Uh, so let me play you a clip from the film where Professor Henry Higgins is trying to teach Eliza Doolittle to pronounce her English words correctly. All right, Eliza, say it again. The rhine in spine stays mainly in the plain. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. Didn't I say that? No, Eliza, you didn't sigh that. You didn't even say that. Now, every night before you get into bed where you used to say your prayers, I want you to say the rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain 50 times. You get much further with the Lord if you learn not to offend his ears. <laughs> now, I, I don't want to get into the sociolinguistics of how wrong it is to um, try to change people's accents in, in this way. But what's important here is that the, the, the film and the original play were based on the Greek myth of Pygmalion, who was a sculptor who falls in love with one of his sculptures. And that's what happens in the film, My Fair Lady, where um, Professor Higgins falls in love with Eliza Doolittle after she has a perfect um, received pronunciation accent, of course. <laughs> um, but again, it's a story about belief. And... Let's go back to the, to the famous psychological study from, from 1968. 
So it all started when the, the lead author, Robert Rosenthal, when he was a student at, at university. And he had this idea that self-belief, that self-confidence could change results, could change outcomes. And he started with, with mice. So he took, he took a, a group of mice and he split them into two groups. And he labeled their cages. And he said, right, these mice here, I'm labeling these cages with excellence. These mice have a special ability to solve puzzles quickly. Now, these mice over here do not. They are a bit less intelligent. They're not so good at solving these puzzles. And then so he gave these mice to the researchers and said, listen, here are these um, two groups of mice. Some of them are good at puzzles, some of them not good. Test them and let's see if I'm right. And so the researchers tested them and, of course, <laughs> unbelievably, they discovered that, yes, he was right. These, this, there was a difference between the two groups of mice. But here's the thing. There was actually no difference. He just picked some mice at random and labeled them as exceptional, as good problem solvers. But they were absolutely no different to the other mice. The effect came from the researchers believing that they were better. So when this study was published, he was contacted by a principal from a high school. And the school said, if you ever want to try this experiment with children, let me know. And so he did. And so Robert Rosenthal, the psychologist, worked with the principal, Lenore Jacobson, and they did exactly the same thing with humans. They split them into two groups. Randomly, they said, this group of children are exceptional. They're going to do amazing things. They're more intelligent than the others. And then when they tested them, at the end, they discovered that, yeah, those kids who had been selected at random were doing better in testing. They were actually more intelligent, but only because they were being treated differently by their teachers, because their teachers believed in them, and because the children believed in themselves. Now, as soon as this study was published, it received a lot of criticism. In fact, criticism that still continues to this day from people who complain that the, that the methodology was wrong, that the type of testing was flawed, because there are, well, there's one big ethical problem with actually bringing this into the classroom. And that is that in order for this experiment to be successful, you have to lie to students. You have to say, you, this group here, you're better than that group there. You have to actually do something unethical to get results. Or do you? In 2014, there was a 
meta-analysis done. A meta-analysis looks at a lot of other studies about the Pygmalion effect, and it looks at those studies to see if it is actually true. And they did discover three really important things. The first thing is that high school students whose teachers have higher expectations about their future success are far more likely to graduate from college, from university. First finding. Second finding, high school teachers have lower expectations for students of color and students from disadvantaged backgrounds. And finally, college preparation programs and other factors that support higher expectations are significant predictors of college graduation rates. So the evidence, whether you like to believe it or not, is that self-belief and belief from your teachers can dramatically change your outcomes. And this brings us to the conclusion that we must make, which is self-belief is one of the key ingredients to success. Which means that you listening to this right now, you know, maybe you've been told that you don't have the gift of languages, or maybe you've told yourself that you don't have the gift of languages. Maybe you've had a lot of bad experiences with learning in general. Um, you know, academic failures or just disillusionment with, with what learning really is. But for you listening right now, you are no different. You have no lower ability than anybody else. The only difference between you and others is the difference that you tell yourself exists. And I can't stress how important it is that you really believe that you can be successful at learning a language. And that's the beautiful thing to me about language, which is that it is a democracy the richest person in the world cannot buy the gift of language. It's only something that you can acquire through hundreds, thousands of hours of hard work. And it's a gift that you can have if you're just willing to believe in yourself and believe that you are just as exceptional as anybody else because I believe it. I'm Christian, this is Kangaroo English, and I'll see you in class.